0: Like I should be going to a Mexican restaurant with that one. Uh, that, <laughs> again, not something I would pick as the only theme, but certainly something I think that's appropriate for our eighth episode. Yeah, it feels like an eighth episode kind of kind of soundtrack. I don't know, to me just kind of eighth episode ish. So, uh, <laughs> do you want me to tell, tell me where that's, yeah. uh,
1: where that's from? Uh, that's Chosen Luchador. Again, the... Luchador,
0: right? <laughs> yep. Yes, that's that's uh, Spanish. Luchador. <laughs> that is, in fact, Spanish. Yes, nothing gets past me.
1: <laughs> right? Luchador. Yeah, no, that's by Greg Hoffman, same person from last week. The... Greg Hoffman, not... Not Melody not loops, Not Latino. Not Melody Not Latino either. No. Maybe. Maybe. No.
0: Maybe. not. Okay. No. Nope. Definitely not. Definitely
1: not. <laughs> but, no, that
0: was... Uh... <laughs> Uh, pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh I guess I should kind of jump into introductions now. Uh I am Didge, your host, guide, and sometimes provocateur. That was my little dramatic pause there. And welcome, as I said, to the eighth episode of So There's That the podcast. And we're getting a little applaud here, <laughs> applause here from the uh from the studio audience. Uh let me introduce my sidekick and co host.
1: Hello, I'm Dante! Dante. <laughs>
0: Dante, see the dramatic pause caught you off guard. Like by now, I pointed you slowly. I thought I thought by now you'd get that Digge does dramatic pauses in the third person.
1: <laughs> You're going a little bit too overboard, though. So too I, I just step in. I
0: would never go too overboard.
1: Yeah. Sure. So anyway, <laughs>
0: hey, uh, <laughs>
1: how was your week? Uh, pretty good. I mean, uh, no school, none of that stuff. Um, I know I'm doing art over the summer, but this week I have figured out what project at least I want to focus on. I want to, over the summer, do a 22-page comic. Really? 22-page? Um, yeah. Like not, the, not not a 20-page? Well, I mean, the exact number's not, but that's like Well, no, you, but
0: you standard. started with an exact number. You said 22. So I was just checking to see if 22 was
1: a, a standard for something else. From a- looking it up it might be a standard. I mean, that was like a, a less than minute long Google search. So I'm very easily wrong. But I mean, it's it's not. Wait, a wait exact... I'm sorry. A Google search? Not a DuckDuckGo search? Well, I mean, it was a DuckDuckGo with the uh, exclamation point G. So it did Google. Oh, OK. I just want to make sure that like yeah. you haven't sworn off of DuckDuckGo. No, I'm still a slave to DuckDuckGo.
0: OK, there we go. There we go. Uh,
1: but uh, I have a story in mind. OK, I have like the barest bones of a story in mind and i would love to finish that over the summer just so i've like a rather than just doing art i have like a thing done at the end that though that would be very cool it is very hard for me not to
0: offer my services (laughs) as as you know to help with storytelling And, and i know you don't want it Right. As you're nodding vigorously <laughs> right now. I think in a previous podcast I mentioned how much fun it would be to do a game, a uh, uh a a i an Apple Watch game with your brother Michael and I I sort of tossed that over the fence and said, "Hey, wouldn't it be neat?" And I walked him through the story idea and he really liked it, thought it was awesome and didn't want to do it with me. <laughs> so, uh so th- that's very exciting. That's yeah. it, uh, are you uh are you going to share any of it with me, or, or are you just going to show me when it's done because I am incapable of, of, of
1: keeping my mouth.
0: I have uh, no uh, shut. idea. I, I can bite my tongue. <laughs> I'm very good at biting my tongue,
1: till it bleeds. But no, I, I really have very little idea of what exactly. But I have, I have tons of ideas. i have,
0: I'm just. I'm just. I'm here for you. I have tons of ideas. I have like three. Especially pages. for twenty page, maybe not for twenty two page stories. But definitely for twenty
1: page searches. No, at this point I have like three pages of notes and I've done a little bit of sketching and, and I have an idea. So that's... Well, you know, I've done a webcomic. Yes. Yes that, I, I... that that
0: you haven't done any art for.
1: No, I haven't. No. So
0: maybe at some point <laughs> we will talk about the webcomic. Yeah. And uh, and I've written a couple of comic book scripts. Uh that actually Greg Pack may be reviewing. I, I did one of the Kickstarters uh for uh Jonathan Colton a uh, comic book based on his songs. Yeah. And one of the rewards that I haven't responded yet is to get a script review from Greg Pak who uh, worked at Marvel and at DC and is a pretty famous uh, comic book uh, writer. And so I need to I actually need to get back to him so that he can take a look at, at my scripts and maybe if he likes my scripts, maybe if I'm Greg Pak approved, <laughs> then maybe you'll consider having me help you, yeah, or advise you, yeah. or maybe I can weigh in on your script. <laughs> How's that? I, I can do a script review for you. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be awesome. Oh, you'd love that, right? Yeah. There
1: would be no pressure whatsoever. So, uh, moving away, what was your week like? Uh,
0: I saw Weird Al Yankovic at Wolf Trap. Oh, Which, uh, I actually, I'm going to push the conversation about this to later on in the topic du jour. Okay. It kind of connects to that, but a uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun. He is he is still an amazing, amazing performer. Uh, and I was about five feet away from him because he popped out on the side of Wolf Trap, which is an open air arena. And instead of just coming on stage normally, he came through a side door and walked right by our seats. Wow! Which was really cool. Which was, yeah. which, was which was which was a lot of fun. But I think I want to shift gears a little bit and and talk about a very bizarre thing that happened to me this week. Okay. So uh, those of you who have listened to the cod, pod. <laughs> to the cod piece before <laughs> to the podcast before uh, know about Gunther. Gunther oh, yes. who is, who's, who's a friend of mine. Yes. and he wrote a column on his website a- about listening to people, being open-minded, keeping your mouth shut and listening to other people. Before passing judgment. And yes, I know you're trying very hard not to laugh that how could this possibly have anything to do with me? (laughs) Right? Well, it does. In that he was using my coming out to him as the point he was trying to make at the end, in the concluding paragraph, right? And. It was really weird because I tell stories on this podcast, and I've written on my blog, and I've done other things where I tell stories about my interactions with with other people. And I try to be as authentic and as factually accurate as possible, but sometimes we engage in hyperbole. Sometimes for the sake of a story, we, we sort of shift something a little bit. Again, I think people listen to the podcast know that that honesty and authenticity is very important to me, but sometimes you you know, you just to make a story work, you you know, you kind of change something here or there. Uh, and I try to be true to the spirit, absolutely true to the spirit. So this was a case where someone was telling a story about me. Mm-hmm. And I had no control over the telling. Of the story, I am used to being in control of my stories, and this time I wasn't. So, what I was hoping to do uh, was was to read a little piece uh, from this from this column uh, that that Gunther did. So, let me just kind of jump into this. Uh, last year, an old college friend, that would be me, came out to me as trans. Okay, I'm totally screwing up the pronouns here. Let me just. Yeah. This is what Gunther wrote. Last year, an old college friend came out to me as trans. And the single behavior that drives her crazy is when people tell her what she's supposed to feel instead of listening and asking questions. You can't use Eddie Zard as a role model. He's not really trans. If you think you're a woman, that must mean you like guys. So you must be saving up for surgery. So a couple of these things I did say, and I did say to him. However, the last one I didn't. I have never talked to anyone about saving up for surgery. Surgery is not something I'm really thinking about. So it was a little odd to read this because there was hyperbole in here. It wasn't the only thing I think about. It wasn't the most important thing I think about. But I was like, okay, you know, no, that's fine. He's trying to make a point. And he's using me again. It's a little weird, but I guess I've done this to other people, so gotta roll with it. But that quote, I never said. Right. So then I was really torn, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? So I, I wrote him a an email, and I said, look, um, I kind of didn't say that. And so in the context of the conversation, Gunther being the wise person that he is, made me say this so that the article would be factually accurate. But I, I bring this up not to trash Gunther, because Gunther is a very good friend of mine, has been an amazingly supportive to me on this journey. But I wanted to kind of clarify how odd it was to be on the other side of storytelling. And I guess to to apologize to anyone who's been on the other side of my storytelling that while the spirit of the story was accurate, uh, perhaps the letter was not exactly so. So so anyone who was a little miffed by any sort of story changes I may have made, uh, I, I humbly apologize and know that I have now experienced it. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm going to stop telling stories. But uh, it was it was very interesting to sort of see both sides... Of an experience, which right. obviously I love doing, being transgendered and, and sort of experiencing life as a guy for a good chunk of my life. And now life not so much as a guy. I, I enjoy that. So it kind of gives me a well-rounded experience. Uh, let's jump into corrections and clarifications. Uh, so last week we did a seamless edit that I don't know if, if anyone noticed— Uh, When it was actually Gunther, Gunther, uh, I mistakenly said Gunther's real name. And for the record, he has no problems with me saying his real name. I just like using the word Gunther or the name Gunther for him. And so I mistakenly said his name twice. And so we very seamlessly edited over. And so you're going to play that,
1: right? Yeah. So this is the clip.
0: Well, it turns out he didn't recognize me. He's trying to figure out why is this woman giving Gunther a hug like i'm on the phone
1: gun sir
0: i'm standing there and women are throwing themselves <laughs> at. so yeah that that seamless dub the voiceover that no one could tell was actually done not by me and not by me not by you but by dante's brother michael so we just wanted to kind of give a a, a hat tip uh some dap <laughs> to your brother, uh, for, for doing such an amazing job and sounding exactly, exactly like me. Uh, let's I guess jump into updates then. Yeah. We're kind of we're kind of moving along today. This yeah. is this might be a short podcast. <laughs> you know. So you're gonna give me you're gonna give me, me, and everyone listening an update on Forest Rain, right?
1: Yes. So I've been talking a little bit with Forrest, um and You became uh Facebook, Facebook friends. friends, with friends right? <laughs> there you go. And she keeps
0: showing up now on my Facebook as someone who I should be friends with. <laughs> and I'm hesitant to, like, say, hey, by the way, creepy old person wants to be friends with someone so young and hip. So I've sort of avoided doing that. Right. Uh, so Not that I'm, like, creepy. But right. I guess I am old. <laughs> but I do moisturize. So I don't not always look like. Anyway.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway uh, so uh... – the plans for moving have changed, and Forrest is going to be in Maryland this week. This week? This week. Um, it, wait,
0: so is Forrest showing up? Like, or did we suddenly have a guest today? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay.
1: No, no not like that. And uh, talked a little about, um, like, when would be a good time for an actual interview and all that stuff. And she said that, like, uh, weekdays, afternoon, and evening, like, anyone really is, is fine. Um, so
0: she's down full-time now? Uh, not quite. Uh, but is moving yes. full
1: time full time in the next couple of days. Yes. So next podcast? Yeah, we could, absolutely. Wow! If we wanted, yeah, or we could so do So episode after. 9 or episode 10. Yeah, we we can choose. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is uh this is very exciting. And she also offered uh to bring her own microphone and or mixing board. All right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I mean, we haven't used a mixing board yet. I don't know yeah. if we've needed yeah, it. I, I have um, no idea. But, but
0: certainly if you want to have a conversation with her about the need for a mixing board, if we want to do it. But, uh, I mean, at some point we need to get a third mic. But it would be interesting to see what kind of mic she has. If she's using yeah. the same one that, that that we have or not. Uh, but that, that that's very exciting. And, and actually, so this brings up a question because we thought that we're going to cap our guests at 10. Yeah. Guess. Uh. I don't know how long that's going to last. I think I think you know we may break that rule pretty quickly. But this actually means that we can start thinking about what we do when we have a guest. Yeah. Because in the beginning we just talked about having a guest. Wouldn't that be cool? Never actually thought we'd get a guest. So <laughs> yeah. I guess we have to start thinking about like the ritual signing of the release. I guess we have to because I, I I've worked projects you know on film shoots and. And documentary stuff and interviews where we've had releases, but I've never had to write the release. I always just, someone just kind of handed it to me or I printed it out and got someone to sign it. So I guess we need to come up with our own release. Yeah. So I guess any lawyers listening, uh, you know, if you have any ideas as to what we should do for a release, uh, my first. Plan A was just to write something on a napkin oh, yeah. and uh, and be kind of groovy and positive. But I don't know if that's going to really hold up. So we probably need something something a little bit better so that we own the rights to, like, everything the person has ever done in their life. Right. I'm sure they'll sign that. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that wouldn't be a problem. That's a good thing. And then I thought this would – oh, I, I guess we need to think about uh, a green room. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> on talk shows and stuff, you have a green room. And I was actually – I was listening to the Alton Brown cast. Another invited guest, D-I-G at typingmonkeys.com. And he was talking about the best and worst green rooms that he had been to in his inaugural episode. And his favorite green room was Craig Ferguson, which was one a show that Dante and I used to watch all yeah, the time, yeah. uh, with uh, Jeff Peterson, Careful Icarus, yes. right? Yeah, Careful Icarus. Yeah, And... He said that was by far the best green room, and the worst green room was David Letterman. Wow! And he said maybe it's because he was kind of a not the the number one guest on the show, and maybe he got the crappy green room as opposed to the really good one for the big guests. Right. Uh, so I was thinking, yeah, like we could maybe do our feta salsa. We do a really, I think, tasty feta yeah. salsa. That, by the way, I just this weekend. I did my own version of the feta salsa, and I added uh, scallions. Oh wow! Yeah, because there's a uh, we have a Asian uh, supermarket nearby, and they have these enormous scallions that I use. So I sliced up a bunch, threw them in there. Really liked it. Really liked awesome. it. But yeah. you know, maybe, maybe we could do that. Uh, and uh, hey, once I move up to New York City, we can do Levain Bakery cookies, oh, which are the goodness. best chocolate chip cookies ever, ever. Uh, I also thought it would be neat to see if we could start a tradition with guests. Because, again, we haven't had guests before, and it might be fun to have our own tradition of this is what we do when a guest comes on. Because, like, some people ask them, like, oh, we're going to ask you five questions, and we're going to make you do impersonations of other people. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I want it, as you know, to be conversational. I want them to join us in our sort of insanity (laughs) that is this podcast and be a part of it. And if there's any contest, it's going to be... Be to see if they can get a word in edgewise with me. That's probably (laughs) going to be the contest that that we do. But I thought it might be fun to have dinner with them afterwards. Uh, If people are, if they have time, if they're amenable. But uh, I thought we could maybe take them out to dinner. uh, Or maybe cook them dinner. Yeah. Which I thought would be neat because not everyone gets home-cooked meals. So I thought it might be fun because we do a lot of cooking. uh, And it would be fun. And we, we cook a lot of comfort food. I mean, it's not, we don't do like amazing stuff. Which means that if Alton Brown ever shows up as a guest, (laughs) I'm not cooking for him. I'm absolutely not cooking (laughs) for Alton Brown. That's not, you know, it's stressful enough doing a podcast with someone who you look up to, but then cooking for someone who is a cooking expert, I just, yeah, that's probably not, that's not going to happen. So I was thinking maybe we could talk about different recipes that we do in different restaurants um, that we could take them to. Maybe one home-cooked meal and one restaurant option per podcast. Yeah, um, so let's start with what we could cook. And uh it's not quite gonna be Hannibal's table mm-hmm. for those of you who are the fans of the TV show Hannibal. And if you're not, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh yes. but um I was thinking maybe maybe we would start with the soup that I make now. So yes. I make this it's kind of a it's 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 an Asian broth. Uh I think it's technically a Japanese broth that that I make and I use tofu noodles in it which is interesting it's like they're refrigerated and you rinse them out and then you drop them in the broth and they taste like regular noodles yeah and I'm not traditionally a tofu person even though once you hear about this recipe it's all tofu but uh, it it's really good it's I, I love going to Chinatown in in Manhattan and I love authentic, kind of Chinese wonton soups or, or or Japanese ramen. I love that sort of, there's a broth. There's something to it that that I really like. And the yeah. noodles in there and a little bit. Of, so what we started to do is we make the broth. We throw in the tofu noodles. We throw in the enormous scallions that I was talking about that we dice up. And these are just, they are the biggest scallions I've ever seen. You go to a normal supermarket and these tiny little things, these are like twice, two to three times as big. Uh, and they are fresh all the way through. So I think when you cut scallions, you're supposed to go, you're supposed to cut all the way up through the green as far as it's crispy. And with this, you go all the way to the top. Yeah. I then get snow pea leaves, which are so, they taste like snow peas without like the hard shell. And so it has that really fresh flavor. So I dice some of that up, toss that up in the soup. I take Chinese broccoli. So I take the top parts as well as the stems, dice that up, toss that in the soup. We get some firm tofu, which has more of the consistency and feel of regular tofu. Uh, and this takes like, what, 15 minutes to make this yeah. To make the soup. It is so good. When I have time, we have a local place called China Bistro that makes the best dumplings in the area. And you can get uncooked dumplings, like the shrimp pork dumplings. And, uh, so you get them uncooked, you boil them up, you drop them in the soup. Oh my God. This is some of the best soup I've ever had. I mean, so obviously I'm not making much of it, but it's fresh ingredients, super fresh ingredients, terrific ingredients. And, uh, so I don't know, maybe rainforest might be, um, I'm sorry, rainforest. I knew I was going to do that. I knew that was going to forest rain, forest rain. I'm going to like put this on a strip in front of me. In fact, we have to have cards, right? We'll probably have name cards (laughs) for when people come over. Uh, but I think I think she might like the soup. Yeah, because she hasn't been in Washington D.C. area during the summer, right? Well, and it's not like it's nine thousand degrees here, <laughs> you know. So I think a nice hot bowl of soup when it's ninety-five plus degrees, you know, that's that. I think that's definitely a plan. I yeah, think that's definitely a plan. So if she decides she doesn't want to go with the soup, do you have a choice for
1: for yes. A restaurant? Yes, so. There are a, a, a list of, of restaurants you could have chosen from, and, and rather than what we would have chosen, I chose this restaurant Tortacos, which is really close by. It's like a mile away from where we live, and we discovered it a few years back. It was It's this little place that does California-style tacos. Yes, well, That's it's 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 L.A. style LA tacos, style. is my understanding, which is in California. So, I was, I
0: was well, surprised. right, but <laughs> but California's a big state. Well, yeah, it's like American style tacos, right? <laughs> like L.A. There's northern, there's there's northern California, there's southern California.
1: i was simply pointing out that, but I closer
0: wrong. to Mexico. Kind of the point being, it's L.A. is very close to Mexico. right? So, so they do the for those of you who don't know <laughs> geography. Well, maybe right. The Brits don't necessarily know. Oh, that's where, true. where 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 yeah. everything is? Yeah. So you know we're we're helping. Maybe we can become a geography podcaster.
1: Yeah, that's, I don't know if people would watch that or listen to it. Rather, i would listen to it. I'd absolutely listen. To it. I wouldn't. Where's LA? Is that near Mexico? <laughs> oh my God! They just told me that. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so uh, they do like these uh, little. Well, they started out. All they really had was tacos, and and that was it. And They had like a chip but they had fantastic side. tacos. And they they were had the, amazing. some of the
0: best tacos. I've ever had, and maybe you want to describe what we mean by LA style oh, yeah. or California style yeah. tacos.
1: So they have little, small, circular, uh, like soft corn tortillas, and in them they have the meat. And Wow, I like
0: this. This is, <laughs> I, I like where this is going.
1: And and that I mean, that's, they, but a huge amount of meat. Oh, yeah. Like way too much. Too meat. much for the amount yes. of,
0: of tortilla they give. But meat. they do two tortillas. Right? Yes, they on top they do each two other, top so of that, each that sometimes other. you can split them apart, and make two. Right,
1: and then you have the the toppings, the various like things you can put on, but like they just give you the meat, and it's really good. It's like a Fixins' bar. Yeah, which is really interesting because
0: what they they do like white onion, they do their their what pico de gallo. Yep, and then they do what the 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 pickled. Or the radish. Yeah, what was that? Like sliced radishes. Like sliced radishes. And then they have a... Cilantro. Yeah. Like all these different sort of things. No cheese.
1: No cheese. No cheese. No cheese. Uh, and... Which is,
0: I think we're used to as American style tacos, is pile all the cheese on So I think that's the LA style, is that you're not putting a lot of cheese, or you're not putting any cheese on it, which is the way I grew up eating tacos, Yeah, is you threw tons of like sharp cheddar
1: on it. Yeah. But no, it's... It it was really good. It's still really good, and like they've slowly been adding more and more things to their menu. Well,
0: can we also talk about the different types of meat
1: that they have? I because mean, because it's
0: it's not just like beef. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's not just pork. Uh, they it's,
1: also have uh, beef tongue. Which, they have beef oh, lengua, lengua, beef tongue, which is really good, and and I mean fish tacos, fish tacos.
0: And what's the um what's the uh, the pineapple pork? thing that i usually get it's a type of meat
1: i I think we're doing charades right now so anyone who's listening
0: i'm doing charades and um it's like it's kind of like a euro like a stack of meat that they and it's like a put in a pineapple sauce
1: and i will remember this but go ahead anyway um uh they've they've been like for the last few years been getting on the um uh, cheap eats thing in washington which is like the best Cheap food in the, the whole area. Right, cheap eats in a good way. Cheap eats like good food for yes, cheap. Yes, I mean, this is,
0: we have a magazine called, what, Washingtonian Magazine? Yep. And they, it's sort of like the best of Washington, D.C., but they have one time a year, they have the 100 best cheap eats. And it is an honor, it is an honor to win this award. We've gone to some places that have like 20 of these in a row. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, but no. In fact, it's... we were there the day they won. I think I told him. Yes, I told him. Yes, right because like they they're right around the corner from us, and we found this place and fell in love with it. We went what every night for like five nights in a row. The guy yeah. just thought we were totally nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he got, I because we get the cheap eats. This is like a big deal in DC area. And I bought the magazine the day it came out, and I saw they were listed. And so we went over to have dinner there to congratulate him. And he was like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like. You're in Washingtonian magazine, like you're one of the 100 cheapies, and they didn't even
1: know. Yeah, yeah, but no, the, that that's the reason that I, I chose this place instead of any of the other ones is it's we we went there so much, we love this place. It's local. It's like it, it's almost like a personal thing. As oh, well, no, I mean being... they definitely
0: know us. I mean, you guys used to go there after school. You walk the time. home from school, yeah. uh, and then as I started to transition, I started to freak the owner out. Because it's weird. You have friends who you come out to. And then you have acquaintances who you know at the supermarket or you know at a different restaurant or things like that. And you're slowly transitioning and you don't have a relationship where you don't know the person's first name. You're just like, oh, hey, hi, how you doing? It's that sort of relationship. And so it's a little weird because I feel way too forward to go, oh, by the way, I'm transgender and I'm I'm transitioning right now. Uh, It just doesn't feel appropriate. So he keeps kind of looking at me. And being like, what's going on here? There's something going on, and so we haven't quite gotten to the point to be able to talk about it. Not that he isn't welcoming, right. but it's just like again, someone walks in, they just start dressing totally differently. It kind of throws people off. And I have to admit, I haven't gone there in a bit, yeah, because like I just I don't know how to I don't know how to address it because I'm tr- I don't want him to feel uncomfortable, right? right? Like I'm not trying I'm not doing this to make other people uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, so I guess yes, if forest rain. I mm-hmm. uh, would like to go there. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would be a lot of fun. And then maybe I can tell the guy that uh, that I'm transgender.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, great. I think, you know, maybe we'll see if this can be a fascinating new feature yeah. that we do in the podcast, uh, restaurants that we like to eat at. Uh, and once I'm up in New York, this is uh-huh. going to become a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to become a lot of fun because we're going to start talking about all the different restaurants I love going to. Uh, so, anyway, let's continue with the updates so last time we talked about where we were on the Google search for yes. So There's That, yep. we are now officially number 10. And awesome. we have been there for probably like 12 of the past 14 days we have been at number 10. We can't quite pass Breaking Bad yet, but fingers crossed, fingers crossed, people keep going to this website, adventuresintransgendering.com. Do a search on So There's That. You're going to see we're number 10 on Google. Not Don't use Bing. Don't nah. use DuckDuckGo. Don't use... Anything else, mm-hmm. just, just use Google, yep. and uh, and hopefully we can jump up. I should also note that we are still listed as new and noteworthy under the subcategory personal journals on iTunes in the United States. So that's now five weeks and counting. But what's been interesting is we've had – I think last week we talked about this a little bit that – we, that we had a spike. We've yeah. had a, a this exponential spike in traffic. And and in the number of people who have been listening to the podcast. And I just could not figure out where it's coming from. I just, like, it was so big that iTunes would have to have been featuring us higher than they have been previously. It was that much, kind of a tenfold jump in traffic. And I just couldn't figure this out. And so I was doing web searches and et cetera, et cetera. And so we finally went into the backend metrics and I started searching where is this traffic coming from? And they don't exactly tell you like where it's coming from. It's like, oh, some of it's coming from here and some of this we don't know. And I started, I did a country search and it turned out that all of our traffic was coming from the United Kingdom. Well, not all of it, but most of it. Like like more than the United States. And I'm like, that's really weird. So I went into iTunes and I switched. There's a way that you can switch the country that you're looking at through iTunes. And so I pull up the, the UK version of iTunes and I check personal journals. Right, the subcategory, yeah, yeah. and we're ranked number one. And then I go to our page, and the electrolysis podcast is by far our most popular podcast. And like the bars of popularity, they're all like super up there. And I'm like, okay, so this is crazy. So then I go to society and culture, which is the category, yeah, above the subcategory, and we're number two. We're not listed on society and culture like that highly in the yeah. U.S. So we're like number two. I'm just like, oh my god, this is fantastic. So then I go to the main page, iTunes podcast main page in the United Kingdom. We're number five. Oh, my
1: God. Wow.
0: Dead center of the page, we are being featured. And this is utterly, utterly amazing. Wow. Um, And then I did other searches, and like at a certain point, like in terms of number of listens, we cracked the top 100. We were one of the top 100 most popular podcasts in, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, this is this is fantastic. So anyway, I now that I'm able to get into the store uh, and take a look at it, I've been able to look at the reviews because previously I had to ask people who had access to kind of screenshot. So it turns out we have we got a new review. Oh, awesome. So I'd like to read this. It says hilarious and so true as a transgender person. This is so relatable and true and funny and genuine. I love Dij and Dante. Wow. Uh, this comes from Charlie What Fresh Hell. I hope I'm pronouncing that. I feel I'm doing a Sean Connery from uh, from Celebrity Jeopardy, the Let It Snow, which he pronounces as La Tits now. now. Um, so I hopefully I'm not horribly yeah. pronouncing this person's name. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, Charlie What Fresh Hell, very much. Please drop us a note, digitypingmonkeys.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, I, I, getting responses from people, especially folks who are who are kind of going through the same experiences that we are, uh, and and who find this relatable. this is wonderful for us to hear. So please, yeah. Please, 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 anyone who's listening, I, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, I know we joke a lot about com, but please do drop us a note. We'd love to hear from you, especially people who find this, that, that this is something that they're going through, and this speaks to what they're going through. That I mean, yeah. it really boosts—I mean, I I was like on a high all day after I heard this. So please, com. absolutely. Uh, what is so awesome for me is— I I love the United Kingdom. We did our last vacation or family vacation. Uh it was was uh last summer, actually a, a year ago, well 11 months ago. Yeah. Uh we went to London. Yep. I've been to London four or five times. I went there on my honeymoon. Uh and uh I I I, I love London. Uh I, I love traveling uh the islands. We went to Cardiff, right? For yep. the for the the, the Doctor Who experience and a tour of Cardiff and we saw Monty Python. We saw the Monty Python reunion tour. Yeah. Uh, which well not the tour, but the show, yeah. which was, which was fantastic. We ran into Eddie Zard and Simon Pegg was the guest, uh, celebrity in the show. So uh, this to me is just joyful because I, I mean, I grew up, in the early '70s in the United States, and 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 Monty, Monty Python had just come over, so we watched that on PBS. And I grew up watching Captain Scarlet, <laughs> and uh, and watched Doctor Who uh, it, again in the '70s. John Pertwee was shown where I was on UHF, and so I got to watch that. Uh, we're big fans of uh, Red Dwarf and James Bond, and I love fish and chips and bangers and mash. We went, hell, we talk about restaurants. Here yeah. in the States, we, believe me, we went through a list of all the various restaurants that we wanted to go to, sort of what the what the best places were. So I'm wondering if maybe we should do a special UK episode.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think we have
0: enough to talk about. Absolutely. I just don't want to, like, pander, right? right. I don't want to come across—well, I don't mind pandering. I just don't want to come across as pandering, Right. Um but I think you know that that um that that might be fun. That might yeah. be fun. So again, let us know what you think if you think that would be pandering uh or if you think it would just be horrifying to have <laughs> an American talk about your country and your culture. Like it would probably be like a Brit finding out that that he's popular or she's popular in the United States and decides to do a special US American episode all about cowboys and oil. <laughs> as if that is what defines our country. So, yes, maybe your TV shows um aren't what define you. But it's close. It's close, you know. So, uh but if you're in the UK and you're listening to this, again, we'd love to hear from you and if you haven't left a review, please do so. Uh because we're getting noticed. Yeah. I mean, we're getting noticed by iTunes, we're getting noticed by Apple. This is very exciting. Uh, our traffic is going up. And if we can keep this thing rolling, like if we can get to be big, like legitimately big as a podcast, then then that means maybe we can get like some some big name guests. Yeah. Like British
1: guests,
0: <laughs> you know, like, like Eddie Izzard, Stephen Moffat. Yeah. Like maybe they'll be like, oh, hey, hey, there's this podcast and they talk about us. Wouldn't it be awesome? And then they just have to hop a plane. Come over to beautiful downtown Gaithersburg in the summer. I'll make them soup. <laughs> you know, it'll be great. It'll be great. And and if they wait another, whatever, 60 days, then I'll be in New York. Yeah. And we can do that up in New York. And then oh, I probably need to do an entirely new set of cooking because I don't know what kind of food I'm going to be able to get. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, um, but I was thinking that if we do become really popular and really famous and really rich— that we could do, we could do a UK tour,
1: <laughs>
0: right? Like that'd be fun. We'd take the podcast yeah. on the road. We could do a. Though, though I guess you're in school now, All right? right? Yeah. So, or will be soon after you do your 22 page comic book. y uh, you'll you'll be in school, so I may have to do the UK tour on my own. Yeah, probably without you. And um, I, I guess maybe we could just do one night in London. Like we don't necessarily have to tour everywhere. Yeah. Right. But when you're kind of a one night only sort of thing. Uh, or maybe I could just hit like a fish and chips joint and kind of babble incoherently right in the corner. Yeah, which is probably the most likely thing that that yeah. that would happen. In fact, you know, we could go to Supermasterfish. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, no, that's uh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's what we called it. It's Masters Superfish. Masters Superfish on South Bank had the best fish and chips that I've had in London. Yeah. Now the place is a dive, and I mean that in the best way. I th- that's actually a term of endearment in the States, calling a place a dive. Uh, but it was... We went there twice, right? I yeah. think to get... It was... Oh, my God. It, it was it, fantastic. And you get free prawn. Remember? You get there, you got like, free prawn appetizers oh, you yeah, sit down. Oh, yeah, And then the... Uh, what was the cod? was huge. It was, like, the size of, like, a dinner plate. I mean, it was... You know, it's, oh, my God. So good. So good. So anyway, I was thinking, if we're being delusional and talking about becoming rich and famous... We probably need to figure out how we're going to get rich and famous, <laughs> right? We probably need to figure out how we parlay this podcast into cold, hard cash. So I have a couple of ideas. All right. I think the first thing is we could do a t-shirt. Yeah. Right. So we already have a logo that Hungry Tenor did, who's on Redbubble. But I think maybe we want to do our own custom t-shirt. So maybe I will maybe I can reach out to Hungry Tenor and uh, we can do a t-shirt and find out people... You know, we'd be yeah. interested. We'd probably make a few bucks off that. Yeah. You know? Like, especially if we up the price. Maybe, like, a hundred bucks a T-shirt, you know, with extra shipping to the UK. Then, you know, like, we sell, you know, a few of those shirts. Or maybe a thousand bucks for, you know, it'd be like it would be like the gold <laughs> Apple Watch. We can do, like, you know, the gold T-shirt that we make cheap. Yeah. You know? and But we charge a thousand bucks for it. And we do, you know, we do a couple of those. And, you yeah. know, probably be in good shape. Um, You also have the logo that you did. On a yep. Facebook page. Yeah. That uh, maybe we could do something with that. Yeah. Maybe when you're taking a break from doing your comic book, you can think about T-shirt designs. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have such a better visual sense than I do. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I can write the words, though.
1: <laughs> you know? Maybe I could do that.
0: But, you know, it, it, that actually speaks to... I don't know if we have a catchphrase yet.
1: Nah. No, really not.
0: It would be cool. I mean, I guess the one catchphrase we have is... Gunther. <laughs> you know, we could do that. Or uh or more Dante. Right? Uh when did you get a clue? That seemed to be pretty popular, uh, uh last episode. Yeah. Or I'm getting a clue. <laughs> How's that? I like that, right? So yeah. there's that. I'm getting a clue. Maybe maybe we don't get to pick our catchphrases. Yeah. Maybe other people have to start spouting our Catchphrases. Yeah. Well, I guess so. There's that. That's sort of a catchphrase that that you know we, yeah. we're we're cashing in on. Um, I guess what I I could write a book. Yeah, I mean, because I, I have the blog. You know, yeah. I started doing that. Uh, you know, so if uh, any publishers or agents are listening, you know, give me a shout. D I G at yeah. typingmonkeys dot com. Uh, you know, let's talk book deal. Let's talk book deal. You know, because. If you publish it and, and and sell it overseas in the UK, I think you know we probably do pretty well there. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about this, and I thought, well, maybe maybe doing a memoir isn't the way to go. You know, because I wrote the camp the cat memoir, which yeah. at some point we'll talk about. We'll talk about. Um, and uh, but I thought maybe it'd be more fun to write like a guide, like a humorous guide, like Dave Barry esque humorous right. guide to being transgender. Yeah. Adventures in transgender. Now, I know some people don't like the term transgendering uh, because it's a term that some people use kind of in an insulting way. But for me, it was like adventures in babysitting, the movie. Yeah. You know, and that it would be fun. Adventures in transgendering. So I think maybe we could do that, adventures in transgendering. And, uh, you know, we could talk about electrolysis and and all the stuff that people do to sort of transition in different stories like that. So, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I'll... You know, I'll start writing the book and we can start planning for a book tour.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Right. You know, we can uh, if we do a UK book tour, we could go to Hatchard's, which is the oldest bookstore in the UK. I took you there. Yeah. That was the place that had like the 17 stories and it had like the squared staircase. And I took the picture going all the way down. Um, So that that. Yes, we could we could definitely do that um, because they have two stores. They have two stores, one in Piccadilly, which is the one I took you to. And then they have another one. Uh, that's in Saint Pancreas, Okay. <laughs> which I think is pronounced pancreas. I think it's pancreas, but I always want to call it Saint Pancreas. Right. That's a part of the body. Um, so and I, we were near there. We were near. We went to that train station because it's next to to um, it's next to King's Cross. Oh, okay. Yep. So the Saint Pancreas, God, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, is the gorgeous, gorgeous train station. And then you have King's Cross on the other side, which is where platform nine and three quarters is right. Right. Yep, so yep. that's that's and we took what 45 minutes trying to find platform nine and three quarters, which I guess is apropos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right next to the Harry Potter store. But we use Yelp and I use Yelp to find everything that we go to. And it just did not did not work that time. So, um, it, you know, if anyone has ideas as to how we can make huge amounts of money on this thing, uh, please, please give us a shout uh, again. That email
1: address. <laughs> D.I.G. at monkeys
0: all right. Well, we're gonna jump into uh, into mailbag, Digis mailbag. Uh, maybe you know, maybe we can get Forrest uh, <laughs> Frame to do to do a mailbag theme yeah. song for us because I think I think your you know the people you went to school with kind of fell down on the job doing the doing the soundtrack for us, yeah. doing the little things for us. So you know, maybe you know, yeah. no pressure, no pressure. You know, wouldn't be. So, um, but let's let's jump into the mailbag. Uh, I got a nice amount of of mail here. Uh, let me start with Mike. Uh, who is uh, from Gaithersburg. Uh, he's one of our regulars, which yep. kind of neat. Uh, and he wrote us a letter about the last episode, the Caitlyn Jenner one. This really was the best you've done yet. Too many people are hung up on the externalities of transgender, even before Jenner's coming out. And as much as it's a huge step forward in the public consciousness, because it is coming from someone with an image to sell that screws up the central tenant, that, in the end, the plumbing doesn't matter as much as the person it serves. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I should mention Mike is a friend of mine. Uh, yep. I've known Mike for a long time. Uh, and he added an additional note, which I hope he doesn't mind if I if I say. He goes, and I am humbled that with all that you're going through, that you're still you. And I have no fear that you will ever be anyone other than someone I regard as one of my oldest, dearest friends. Wow. That is so nice. That Mm -hmm. is so nice. And I talk about how lucky I am in the friends that I have. I mean, so many people have had so many bad experiences when they come out as transgender. And, you know, for the most part, everyone has just been so amazingly supportive, as is the case in point here. Uh, Next letter from Diana in Washington, D.C. I listened for the first time last night. You and Dante sound like brothers. <laughs> Master and apprentice, maybe. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Mel from Rochester writes, You have long podcasts. I am evidently converted to the 30-second soundbite generation. I need to find a time to listen. So, I, you know, like, I yeah. guess a promise to listen, right? Yeah, promise. yeah, it's good. And then from Alex in New York City, he writes... Typical podcast exchange, and it's written in script format. Okay, so I'm going to do the script. Typical podcast exchange. Dig, how was your week, Dante? Dante, pretty good. I went to Dig. I should jump in here. <laughs> so, yes, apparently I'm getting known for um, cutting you off left and right, but yeah. you don't mind.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't mind. Don't not at all. Right? Nope.
0: right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but he continues it might not be a bad idea to pitch this as a show, like a dramedy. Yeah. <laughs> That would be fantastic, right? Yeah. I'd love to do that. That'd be, I'd, I'd have a great time. Uh, Transparent, the TV show, Transparent, right? Transparent, but with teenagers and you still of dating age. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Not like Marin. The Mark Marin does the podcast, has a TV show on IFC. Uh, you're more of a Pete Holmes. Actually, I had to look up who Pete Holmes was, but he explains it in a second. Um, he got a He's got a podcast called You Made It Weird. See, I can even interrupt Alex. (laughs) I don't just interrupt you, but I can actually interrupt letters. This is pretty cool. Uh, He's got a podcast called You Made It Weird. It's a touch your feel Marin, and he likes talking about himself. (laughs) I bet you know him because he does those amazing Christian Bale as Batman parody shorts. Oh. That's him. Wow. That is him. So I watched a few of his parody shorts, which are very funny, and then I listened to his podcast Uh, uh, one of his podcasts with Weird Al Yankovic.
1: That's fantastic.
0: So I think I would like Weird Al as a guest now after seeing him perform. I can go on and on about Weird Al because I was a fan when I was a kid. You guys were fans when you were a kid. yeah. I've seen him twice now. You've seen him once. Your brother has seen him twice. Yeah. Uh, So we're very big fans. And he was delightful on the podcast. Wow. Because I've seen him in... Weird Al mode all the time. And I didn't know what he'd be like as a guest. It was kind of intimidating. But he is so charming and so humble and likable and and funny. And so, yeah, I think if you don't mind, I think maybe I'm going to stick Weird Al as guest number 11. Awesome. I mean, I guess I should have decided that when I saw him and he walked right by me, (laughs) you know, like I probably should have reached out and said, hey, do you want to do the podcast? (laughs) Right. Uh so yes, Weird Al Yankovic, I think, is guest number eleven. That's cool. Yeah. And if we get Forest Rain, then we can drop Forest Rain from the top ten list and we can slip in Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Right, right there. So D I G at Tupping Mon- Monkeys, uh, Weird Al. And uh 'cause he's on the he is on the internet a lot. I know he listens to podcasts. So mm-hmm. uh once once you listen to this, uh hopefully by then, you know, we'll be uh we'll be in New York City. Yeah, so next time you're up, let us know and uh and you know, I'll send you directions to my apartment. <laughs> and I hope you're not allergic to cats, you know, cuz uh, uh you know, Shadow will be there. And it'll be a lot harder. And we've been pretty successful in keeping Shadow from the podcast. Yeah. She's upstairs right now. Uh but in the apartment I won't have an upstairs. Right. Or downstairs. I'll just have a one, you know, sort of no one. stairs. No stairs. No stairs. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see where she likes to hang out. So, uh, so that's the mailbag, and and uh, looking at our timer, looking at your timer, uh, it I have gone on for a lot longer than than I thought I would. Uh, it's probably the mistake of talking about what I'm going to cook for our guests. Uh, so, I, I guess my concern is that there is no way I'm going to get through the topic du jour uh, in. in <laughs> <laughs> in less than 30 minutes. Yeah. And we've sort of discussed that we're going to try to keep these podcasts to under an hour. So I'm going to call an audible today and say, I'm not going to do the topic du jour. We're going to push this. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully to next time. Um, hopefully we can we can streamline the front end of this thing so we can get to this. Or maybe maybe that's just what we do from here on out. Yeah. I just kind of blather on about things, you know. I mean, I think part of the problem is that you're talking way too much right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe if you talked less, then we probably wouldn't, you know, be this far over. Because I think we like to be about, what, 20 to 30 minutes. That last time, right, we were about 20-some minutes, and then I went for like an hour <laughs> on Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. So I think people know that uh, that if we talked about—but I, I guess I, I was going to talk about transitioning— uh, publicly transitioning, uh, because Caitlyn Jenner and other people who have transitioned have sort of gone dark for you know three months and yeah. then have come out and hi you know here's here's the new me, and I'm really not doing that. Especially, I mean, even this podcast, you're I'm transitioning while I'm doing this podcast. I mean, not <laughs> while I'm actually doing individual podcasts, but over the body of these podcasts, plural. If you listen to them in order, I'm going through this. And so that's kind of what I was hoping to talk about. But I think I think maybe uh, we're going to do this. Well, no, but we're going to have Forest Rain next time. Yeah. So unless we bump Forest Rain, I think we're just... I think... I think Okay, we're going to bump this. We're going to yeah. bump this. Yeah. And if, if we don't have Forest Rain as a guest next week, definitely this is what I'm going to talk about. Uh, and if we do, then uh, I guess we're going to talk about My Little Pony and Bronies and... And uh, or maybe we may not even get to the topic. Yeah, maybe maybe that's gonna be our thing, right? Maybe yeah. that maybe that's gonna be our shtick. Is uh, is we just don't get to the topic du jour anymore? That's a t-shirt no topic today. No topic du jour. I like the French part of it, uh, but I guess the Brits don't like the French, right? No. Like they fought a lot of yeah. wars. So you have to change that. the Napoleonic wars, right? So maybe I can say that in English. Yeah. Right. What's du jour mean?
1: Huh?
0: <laughs> It's <laughs> It's not Spanish, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that would be topic of the day.
1: Okay. Uh so
0: sense. yes, that's going to uh, no topic of the day. It'd be like no soup for you. Yeah. Right? We may, maybe we can just steal lines of dialogue. Maybe our catchphrases will just be lines from Seinfeld. <laughs> right? Like maybe that's the way to, because I'm sure the t-shirts would sell well. Yeah. Right? No 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 soup for you. So I'm thinking that's maybe our first t-shirt. Mm-hmm. No soup for you. So I guess we're going to get to the wrap here. Uh, and again, check Uh Please check out our website. We have a link to our Facebook page there. Uh, we have the blog that I'm writing, sort of information. Uh, our tour information mm-hmm. is is going to be there as well. Someday. 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 Our UK uh, tour that will be at uh, Super Fish Master Superfish. I think it's Master Superfish. I think is what it's called. So we just need to figure out what day and what time and and I'll be in the corner. Yeah. Uh blathering like an idiot and uh come hang out. Come hang out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. You know, we'll have fish and chips. Yeah. And prawn. Uh appetizer. That I think that's I think I've just set up the tour. So we're just determining what day, right, and what hour uh we're we're going to do that to. Uh thank you to the listeners, especially uh you uh, those of you who are on the other side of the pond. Um, I, I just and also I, I call you guys Brits uh, affectionately. I hope I hope that's not an insult. I hope I'm just not like we're going to come back and never be featured on yeah. iTunes again. So if Brits is the wrong thing for us to use, let us know. Let us know if there's some other phrase uh, that we should be using. Maybe something in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's maybe that would be the way to go. Is a is a Spanish phrase. <laughs> that reminds me. Is it's sort of like when Craig Ferguson decided he wanted to learn Spanish on the show. So he learned one Spanish word every single episode. And he decided <clears throat> that he was going to learn enough Spanish so he could do an entire episode in Spanish. <laughs> Never happened. Never yeah. happened. But, you know, Eddie Izard, he does
1: episodes in French. Tours. Did like his shows. His short. Yeah. Yeah. What would I say? You said episodes. Episodes. His like, episodes. Like, yeah.
0: The episodes of his tour. His tour stops, he has done them entirely in French, entirely in German. I don't know if he did the Russian one entirely in in Russian, right? But Eddie, let us know. You know, when you're on the podcast, our podcast, our episode of the podcast, yep. Uh, you can you can clarify what languages uh, you you've done it in, and if American is different than English, because I'm sure the Brits would claim that we don't speak English. Yeah, God knows I don't. <laughs> God knows I don't speak English. So anyway, uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all, to all the listeners. Uh, please. Let your friends know about how awesome we are. Uh, we want to get some more downloads here. We want to get some more awesome reviews. I mean, as people see, I read these reviews on the show. Yeah. Uh, so please drop us notes. And if you don't want us to share that information on the podcast, you've got to let me know. Because I'm automatically, automatically going to do that. Uh, so, again, uh, com. Our website, adventuresandtransgendering.com. Uh, we have our Facebook page. Maybe I'll start Twittering, but I'm not really a Twitter gal no, yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and before you play the the end music, friend of mine who gave me the ticket to go see Weird Al Yankovic, I was talking to him about the podcast, and he loves it. And I asked him if he had noticed that we do Easter eggs at the end of our podcast sometimes, that we do like little stupid things at the end. And he's like, no, 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 no. As soon as you say we're going to rap, I just turn the podcast off. <laughs> so I told him, well, geez, you really should listen. So this is going to be my Easter egg for Dan. Okay. Is that if you let me know that you heard this, I will pay for dinner next time we go out. And if you don't, I'm not paying for dinner. Awesome. Okay. So that's going to be the Easter egg specifically for one person. Uh, maybe this can be a new feature. Yeah. So that we can do Easter eggs for individual people. So that's going to go over really, really well. Uh, so that's all I got. you have anything else before you play us out?
1: out? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, cool. So this is Chosen Luchador by Greg Hoffman.